Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hello the internet and welcome to this episode of taylor sherrod trent Ooh. My name's Jack. That is Ooh. Miles Ooh. Uh, Taylor Sheridan, the architect of the YCU Yellowstone <laughs> Cinematic Universe. What's he up to? <laughs> he's cool. Um, he, so he's like the, he's the one guy for he's whom cool. the current writing situation has worked out incredibly well. Like he write, he writes his shows and solo, uh, like on his on his ranch by himself and he's get making all the money because his shows have like weird uh like the the story is like billionaire rancher actually the good guy and all ah. these greedy tribal communities want to like take away his god-given right to his land billionaires um, balling indigenous yeah. people hating i only made it like two episodes then so if it, if it gets more complicated than that sure but he <laughs> is coming out and being like, well, I'll leave this between the guild and the, and the studios. But if I have to check in with another, with a room full of four writers, then I've, I'm going to stop making TV shows because so he, ju- he just is basically throwing the guild under the bus and basically being like, God, I do, I do things on my own. Cause I'm like a John Wayne of TV writing. Right. I like it goes, it quote, if they tell me you're going to have to write a check for $540,000 to four people to sit in a room that you never have to meet, then that's between the studio and the guild. But if I have to check in creatively with others for a story I've wholly built in my brain, that would probably be the end of me telling TV stories. All right, man. Well, we're good over here, uh, but I I do think that would make a bunch of people 
You know, you could still do that and then completely ignore everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah, Like, that is a thing people do when they're like, yeah, yeah. Thank you for voicing your support for for the the powerful fucking billionaires who own these companies. Always down for the little guy. Yeah. But he, like, he has used his immense success as Hollywood's only successful writer uh, in the modern era to turn himself into, like, a rancher Ah. who, like, so he... We know what side his sympathies lay on. He's right, become right, like right. a billionaire rancher with his money writing about billionaire ranchers. Mm. Um, the submarine story is still like, it, I was trying to think, is this the most obsessed we've been with a story since when? Like, I, I mean, accepting Thai cave, January the Thai 6th. cave kids, the Thai cave kids was similar. Thai cave kids. Yeah. Feel similar. The missing uh, Malaysian flight is similar. That's more of like a conspiracy theory. Like, Ooh, what the fuck happened? Like this has when very that specific first went parameters. Missing, that was like all anybody was talking about. Like the first couple days when they're like, it just never landed. Like it never right, landed. Right. What, where do we think? So we're now at the part of the story where people are talking about how much we're talking about the story. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, I've heard theories that it's like, has something to do with the fact that the ocean is eating the rich at a time when there's a part of everyone who feels like we should all be doing the same. Like <laughs> right. Like, I was like eating a billionaire. Eat them? Yeah. Should we swallow them whole? Yeah. People are pointing to the fact that there are like, it's got this weird combination of funny details mixed mm-hmm. in with trad like a tragedy and so uh, you know it, it contributes itself to shit posting and edgelordism right. um yeah I mean, behavior there's so many write-ups about like they had they asked this like psychology professor like why would wealthy people go to take these high-risk trips there's apparently a documentary that's being thrown together like Ooh, rapidly that's gonna be right now <laughs> That, yeah, that many right. were like, this is going to be so sloppy. We don't even know what the fuck is happening. You are already trying to capitalize on this in the form of a, like a hasty television Isn't that just television called the doc- local news or like the broadcast news? Like a documentary thrown together about a right. story that's happening <laughs> no. currently? Isn't yeah. that just the nightly news? We used to have that, but I like that they're reinventing that. So the owner of the company just going all the way out on a limb about how like safety guidelines are too strict. And then he's on the thing. I think people are enjoying the irony in that. The fact that billionaire went to the bottom of the ocean in a windowless hydrogen tank. Hey, there's one window. There's one window. Right. But I do think that it really goes back to just this particular genre of story where we know where the people left from. We know where they were supposed to show up, but they're not there. But we don't know what happened in between. It's like a Schrodinger's cat. Like, yeah, know, there's also just the anything. morbid element, though, too, of being so morbidly fascinated with the idea of being like essentially buried alive under the sea, yeah. which is like super like a thing like a, I don't know, like when the, the, anytime I see like some even like when I go on the submarine ride on fucking Disneyland. Yeah, I was like, this shit is sketchy. <laughs> even though there was like a it never actually goes under the water like you can just pop out the top if you had to yeah. i was always like i don't know about this so yeah. it plays on like that kind of sort of basic fear that we have too and i think just maybe because these people are so wealthy that it also adds like another layer of 
sort of distance between you and the subject matter because yeah because it's not something that you could see anyone in your life doing yeah spending two hundred fifty thousand dollars. i mean speak for yourself jack i mean i've got i got you were were scheduled to go on that next one yeah yeah but uh i i you 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 were right you're like you're too scared and i'm like you're right you're right yeah i have been trying to tease you into doing this for a long time yeah Um, and we're gonna tease elon to do the same yeah that's right we'll We'll talk about that more on tomorrow's episode i do think like so a lot of the stories that um you were seeing now where they're like oh we were actually flying over there and heard some banging in the ocean and like people who understand the scale of the ocean seem to all be of the same mind that like this is i think this is going to end in the same way that the malaysian flight one did where it's just like we we don't know i think they have a better shot of finding it because at least they know like where, where it they were generally going. Yeah. it's not gonna be like on the other side of. i mean i don't know i don't know shit about ocean yeah currents, the malaysian but, one the thing that happened there is the pilot intentionally like took it off course and invisible. flew yeah so it might be more like a doomed everest expedition but you know those happen all the time and people don't go this crazy over that so i really do think the thing that has caught people's attention is just the schrodinger's cat of like they're down there or they could be down there and just running out of oxygen or maybe they're dead or maybe they're like bobbing on the surface somewhere because then they just like cut off comms and the ocean's so big nobody's been able to find them um and like we we just don't know and then like if they are alive like do they know that they are the most famous people on the planet right now yeah um the wild shit is just like everything around it like people check in for that one billionaire's like stepson going to the blink 182 concert yeah. and then like thirsting after only fans models on twitter like hours later yeah. and then cardi b like giving commentary on that and then this kid being like leave me alone cardi b you're yeah. like what the fuck this all happened in two days yeah or that post anna shared with us from dumois the dumois. fucking blind item gossip site like on their instagram stories yeah, someone sent them a tip that was like, I hear they're alive and everything's cool. Anon, please. <laughs> yeah, it says, hey, Anon, please. But I have it on good authority that the submarine has been found and all of the crew are alive. A trustworthy source who knows passengers aboard says that rescue efforts are underway. That's like not the same. I don't know. This is all fucking very strange. That's so, so fucked up because you know the people who have family members on board are looking for any fucking glimmer of hope that they can possibly find like that's like chasing clicks but also you're probably catching the clicks of the people who actually like have people in that in that sub because this is the only good news i've seen about this story um is on dumois so sadly but it's sad the stepson seems to be a real piece of shit like the, the stories that are coming out he seems like he's getting uh cinnamon toast crunch shrimp tailed a little bit here yeah uh, and milkshake ducked uh but i do not in theory uh condemn his ability to go to a concert to take his mind off the fact that someone in his life yo if blink 182 is your favorite band apparently like it's in his handle yeah (laughs) look i don't have a billionaire fucking dad who like i don't have i don't know how y'all move but whatever yeah but i think everybody should feel fine about doing what they need to get through difficult situations using music or you know or thirsting after the only fans models that um, his behavior with regards to only fan models is uh probably oh, wow. yeah that, that but hey less... again post through it post through it man yeah, post that's through right it. just keep going all right let's take a quick break 
and we'll be right back. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And there's a there's an interesting piece of propaganda that came out where it says future shock. Are remote workers doomed to have claw-like hands and hunched backs? Mm-hmm. And it's this computer-generated creature that they've like, you know, they're like they're puffy eyes, swollen limbs. This is what working from home is gonna make us all look like in the future. <laughs> which it feels. I, I don't know if it was specifically funded by a you know 
I mean, it, it is a company, real estate. Company. Well, I mean, it is a company that makes office furniture. So that's right. why, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're also like, Hey man, we, this also affects our business if motherfuckers are working from home too. Yeah. Uh, so a good bit of, uh, get back to work propaganda. Yeah. Uh, that absolutely. I don't know, but it's like so far off. Like it's, it's hard to look at that and be like, Oh yeah, for sure. Like I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to turn into like a bowling pin shaped human with like terrible yeah, posture. The character that they've created looks a lot like Danny DeVito as the penguin in Batman returns. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. Oswald Cobblepot. I, w- I was going to say that, but I couldn't imagine that I had that still stuck in my brain, but yeah, yeah. Oswald Cobblepot, not to be confused with Chester Copperpot who is ah. the explorer from Goonies, who went missing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fair play. My question on this is just like, for the propagandist, mm-hmm. what do they think people are doing at work other than hunching over laptops? Like, right. Do, You've or just do they changed think the that, venue. Like, <laughs> do they think the work from home movement is like affecting lumberjacks? Like, I don't know. It could. <laughs> no, it can't. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, look, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. Yeah. This is the most low energy propaganda. Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of logic you'd use to like, you know, scare a five-year-old into brushing their teeth. Yeah, exactly. You're like, you want to see a little boy who didn't brush their teeth for two days? Look yeah. at this. And it's and like that is not up. a hypothetical in my case. I yeah, have, you get the, I've Googled the Simpsons. Those nasty images. <laughs> Big book of British smiles from the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, check it out. I don't know, man. You might yeah. want these braces. Uh, but yeah, I, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's just super funny to see that because you, we just read constantly about the panic in the commercial real estate sector around what the fuck are we doing with all these like business buildings we're doing and downtown's dying. And while I totally understand that affects all the other businesses around, it's like, I don't know. You could also do something revolutionary with these buildings that are just sitting there with people needing to occupy them. But Hey, here we are. They'd rather just make propaganda to be like, you're going to be a worm person. Right. Okay. All right. Mission Trend Possible, the other possible uh, title for this episode. Yeah. Um, the just stories coming out from the set that are yeah. all now actually for for once, this is the first time that a story from Mission Impossible set has come out that does not go with the grain of Tom Cruise being super intense and wanting to die. Yeah. In a way, yeah, it's true. Like the first first one that caught my eye is that one of his co-stars palm clementif was saying that she was there doing a fight scene in the movie and there was some action where she was getting kicked in the stomach she says quote i kept telling him to just kick me here like pointing to her stomach and saying quote i was squeezing my abs i said you can just go for it he was like no 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 i was like but it's going to help me but he wouldn't do it yeah True so, gentleman, uh, also just a complete masochist and not into sadism. He just wants no, no, no. He's, he's like, like no, 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 no. But uh, I do. It is in your rider that you have to uh, just beat the shit out of me before we even get to yeah. set. That's hey, kind of my thing. Drag this soldering iron across my back real quick. <laughs> it's like that's not in the script. She's like, I know, but it will help me. And you're yeah. like, okay. And then the other one is about like a lot of people talk about this stunt that you see where he's like riding a fucking motorcycle off a cliff and then just like just the bike and is on a parachute and shit. I mean, that's Apparently, the first thing they showed from the movie that is like the like the first thing you see in the trailer to yeah. this day. Like It's like cuz every movie has that seminal stunt. But right? this one's got the most seminal. Oh uh, yeah, this was fucking that, wild. Uh, of what it did to me. Yeah, and it could go so wrong. So yeah. 
This happened in Norway. Apparently, they shot that stunt. That was the very first thing they shot when they went into production because Tom Cruise was like, we're either going to figure it out or it's going to be a total fuck up and we're going to have to do a rewrite. So let's just get <laughs> it done Around my now. death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or they're like saying like, maybe it doesn't look as good and then at least we can figure out how it works. And he said, and if it goes right, now we got to figure out how to work it into the film. <laughs> so like, it was kind of done just to be like, we got to get this in the movie. I don't know how, but let's just get it out the way. And we got something. And apparently, like, this is from this article. It says, to train for it, he did 500 skydives and over 13,000 motocross jumps. Yeah. And that wasn't just for him to be, like, all right with it. That was just also because the director and, like, the DP and stuff had to figure out all the camera angles and shit like that. So this, they spent a lot of fucking time. So, yeah. A lot of work goes into these missions. There was that period where he kept doing, like, these videos that had kind of vague reasons to exist. But I think, I think they were mostly like him thanking people for going to see Top Gun, but yeah. like they couldn't catch him during a moment where he wasn't skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> like, at the like time, in the I was helicopter, like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like that, I can see it. Like Planes is the movie that everyone went and saw. But I think based on this, it was actually just incidentally, there wasn't a point during that like eight month period where he wasn't jumping out of a plane. So no. they were just like, hey, can we get the, Can we grab this real quick, man? You do think he just has like the fucking like, the, uh, I guess he does. I'm sure he has the resources to be like, let's practice this by like, you take me up in a C-130 and I'm just going to ride a motorcycle out the back and just try it a bunch of times and then yeah. i'll just let the bike drop and but just do it in a big ass area that we know it won't hit anybody or we'll evacuate like a 10 mile area so yeah. i can just do the my practice That's the thing i'm always yeah like when you jump out of a plane or like do those stunts in like fast and furious where they drive a fucking car out of the back yeah, where of that plane, should go like the amount of work that must go into just clearing an entire like city's worth of space in the middle of the desert right or like it's like can't be over like a national park desert in case there's hikers. I don't know yeah. what the fuck. But hey, this is this is what we got to do to get our Tom Cruise stunts. Yeah, a lot of work. And then finally, uh, Samuel Alito uh, is the latest Supreme Court justice to be uh, simping for the billies. Yeah, for the billionaires. He's like, it's not just Clarence, y'all. Another ProPublica report is coming out saying this is just an a reference to an image of him where he was like holding a like a salmon like as he was fishing in Alaska it said quote in early July 2008 Samuel Alito stood on a riverbank in a remote corner of Alaska the Supreme Court justice was on a vacation at a luxury fishing lodge that charged more than a thousand dollars a day and after catching a king salmon nearly the size of his leg Alito posted for a picture to his left a man stood beaming Paul Singer a hedge fund billionaire who has repeatedly mm. asked the Supreme Court to rule in his favor in high-stakes business disputes. Singer was more than a fellow angler. He flew Alito to Alaska on a private jet. If the justice chartered the plane himself, the cost would have exceeded $100,000 one way. One way. Yeah. <laughs> one way. And then they go on to talk about how this guy has contributed over $80 million to Republican think tanks and, you know, obviously Leonard Leo, like the fucking Jude, like the Federalist, everybody. Like, he's just making it rain on this group. And also... He's given millions to the Manhattan Institute, which is another think tank that regularly files like amicus briefs with the Supreme Court, at least 15 this term, including one asking the court to block student loan relief. Yeah. So, you know, nothing to see here. So I guess they're just they are philosopher kings calling balls and strikes. And mm -hmm. these sick fucks <laughs> at ProPublica need to the get off is their wrong shit. With it. OK, fucking haters, man. He's what just is fishing. up with them? Any, just fishing. Anybody who's... 
What what was it like the the tone of those like Graham whatever the oh, that Graham guy Wood. who spells Graham yeah. Graham like the tone of his articles just being like these people are so crazy who think that this is any problem whatsoever. These are just rich people unburdening themselves uh-huh. of their wealth by doing nice things for people they admire. Oh, ballers can't kick it with ballers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. That's a okay. loser mindset. There's also the only thing Alito has said about this was just saying, quote, I had no obligation to recuse in any of the cases that ProPublica cites. Cool. Right. He said, He's unaware of Singer's connection to the entities involved oh, in the cases brought Never before came the court. Up. Never and came even up, if he no. had, even if he had, recusal would not have been required or appropriate. Yeah. So fuck off. Now look at this big ass salmon I caught. It's the size of my fucking <laughs> now leg. Now watch bro. this drive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Holy now watch shit. this drive. Oh fuck. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending on this Wednesday afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Yeah. Until then, be kind to each other. Be yep. kind to yourselves. Mm-hmm. Get the vaccine. Yep. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. No, no. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.